I believe that we have the power to change our lives just from one simple conversation, meeting one new person, having one phone call, being in one particular place, building, event, mastermind, one person, one connection away from completely altering our future, our destiny. I think this is really powerful for us to wrap our minds around what life could be like when we have this childlike wonder of what's possible when we put ourselves into these environments and situations and opportunities and have the awareness around ourselves that we truly are one connection away from making massive changes in our lives. So let's talk about that on this episode. Welcome to the Diamond Life Mentor. I'm your host, Balaj DeBicardos, and I've got something to share with you. And it just might be the key to unlocking more freedom in your life. I'll show you the way. Welcome back to another episode of the Diamond Life Mentor Podcast. I'm your host, Balaj DeBicardos, and this is one of my favorite topics that I wrap my mind around many years ago. And it made me feel like every single day that I wake up, there's a possibility, a miracle that could take place. And going through life with this perspective makes such a big difference towards the overall excitement and joy that you feel because life doesn't feel mundane. It doesn't feel like the same old, same old repetitiveness that most people have just accepted as their reality. So back to this whole concept around the power of one. If you truly believe this the way I believe this, then what are you doing personally and professionally in your life to get yourself around new people, right? around a network of new people or possibly traveling or going to an event or hiring a coach or a mentor or different things that put you out of your comfort zone and put you out of your similar people that you're interacting with. Because the strange truth is that an average person out there talks to only a handful of people over and over and over and over again. So let me give you an example. You know, how many friends do you talk to on a regular basis? Aside from your spouse or your children or your parents or your siblings or maybe your coworkers and a handful of friends, how often are you speaking to strangers? How often are you attending events? How often are you going to networking meetups in person and putting yourself out there to essentially work this muscle of being comfortable introducing yourself, getting to know new people, learning about them, learning how you could be of service and of value and connecting people as a middleman. For me, I learned this from my first mentor, Darren, who was on the podcast on episode number two. And it was around being a go-giver versus a go-getter. That stuck with me so profoundly because when I went to networking events prior to this transformation and this truth landing for me, I realized that everybody who goes and meets people at these places is always trying to get something from someone else. They're trying to sell something. They're trying to grow their business. They're trying to get leads. They're trying to get referrals. And it's a very much 
me, 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 what's in it for me mentality out there overall. And I was like, man, I'm thinking the same way as everybody else. So you can imagine if you put 20 people in a room or 50 people in the room and they're all talking to you just to get something from you and then you're talking to them just to get something from them, it's not really going to go very far. And ironically, they leave a bad taste in your mouth and vice versa. So it's just kind of a silly thing. What I started doing is I'd go to these networking opportunities and events and whatever, and I tried to be more interested than interesting. So I wanted to be more interested in them, find out about what gets them excited, what they're passionate about, what some of their goals are, what they do for a living, their why, you know, are they a family person? Do they love traveling? What kind of cool experiences have they had? What's their experience like in life overall? Things like this. And then I'd go and continue meeting other people that were there. And eventually there'd be this connection that I'd notice of either someone I already knew that wasn't there at the event, just a friend or someone in my network, or often it was actually somebody in the same room, but not everybody had an opportunity to connect. So they're talking to one or two people on this side of the room, and I'm trying my best to kind of work the room and go around and meet as many people as I can. And all of a sudden, I, I realized like this person over here and this person over here, they need to meet. So then I became the person who introduced them. And next thing you know, they're feeling as if they owe me something, right? It's like the law of reciprocity. I made this connection. Maybe they do business together. Maybe they uh, make money with each other or whatever the case may be. But both of them remember me as the person who made that introduction. So therefore, I have like an IOU with them, which I may or may not ever want to cash in on. But that's not really the point. It's just like you're creating goodwill in these networking environments. What I want to share with you today is a couple of different stories of examples of how the power of one has completely changed my life. And then I want you to listen to what I'm saying, listen to the story and look for these hidden gems, hidden clues of how you can duplicate this the next time you have an opportunity to do something along these lines. So I'll give you some context. When I was first starting my business, I would say not right at the beginning, but maybe a year or two into it, I realized like there wasn't really a name, a title for how I felt. I didn't feel like I was fully an entrepreneur. I didn't feel like I was fully someone in the direct sales network marketing industry. I felt like I had this unique angle, this unique twist, and I had a really hard time trying to give myself a title. So as I was doing some brainstorming and some searching around. I was like, what can I really feel good about as a label, as a title, something that was descriptive that could uh, make someone else better understand what I did. And as I did all this brainstorming, the only thing that really resonated with me at that time was lifestyle entrepreneur. It is someone who builds a business online with leverage, with freedom as the focal point because they're trying to create a very specific lifestyle and build everything around that to support them. And I was like, lifestyle entrepreneur, that sounds awesome. So I started a Facebook page and I called it my, my name with a dash and then lifestyle entrepreneur, right? And I didn't think much about it. I had like no followers on this page. I put like a cool little banner picture, I started posting some content. It wasn't anything crazy. I think I had maybe 500 people like my page. It was pretty small, all that stuff. Then one day, I get a message from someone I didn't know on Facebook who told me that they're launching a lifestyle magazine. It's like a digital 
Lifestyle Entrepreneur Magazine. And because my Facebook page had that in the title, I guess they were doing some research on Facebook and found my page. Okay, so they contacted me. Would you like to be featured in this life, digital lifestyle magazine print, whatever, whatever? And I was like so blown away. I'm like, what? Are you serious? Like I just started this page and I'm just starting to develop my success as a lifestyle entrepreneur. Like I already had freedom and I quit my job at this point and making some good money and stuff, but it was like still early, early days, nowhere near what I currently have created and built for myself. So one of the golden nuggets with this is that I said yes. I said yes to this opportunity, which allowed me the potential to have this person or have this lifestyle entrepreneur magazine open up some new doors for me. And that's an example of the power of one is like a page led to this connection. Then I said yes. And it's sort of continued from there. So I started saying yes a lot because in my head, I'm like, worst case scenario, this leads to nothing. But best case scenario, I might make a new relationship, a contact, a business partner, something. And I want to go explore this. I want to be open-minded. I want to go in this direction that feels good to me, that it's on the right path towards the life that I want to build and create for myself. So as we got into the details, the same individual says to me, you know what? I want to give you tickets to this mastermind in Ontario. And they're like $2,000 per ticket, but I'm going to give you one at no cost because of this uh, lifestyle magazine promotion, something, something. And here are the dates. Can you make it? And what was really wild about this is that someone who I was working closely with in my business had just invited me to Costa Rica for three weeks. And we were just becoming acquaintances. And it was like, that's another story for another time. But I also kind of went with this intuition of going to see this person I barely knew, uh, staying there in Costa Rica for a few weeks. And this trip, I had to change my flights around. I had to cut my trip short. I had to actually go from Costa Rica reroute myself to Ontario to be able to make it to this mastermind. So I did that. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to roll with it. I'm going to figure it out. So I ended up moving things around. It cost me money to change my flights. It was a bit of a headache. It made my trip home a lot longer than it could have been. And so there was a lot of sort of inconveniences with it, which in a lot of cases, people would say no. And this is a golden nugget for you, a diamond nugget for you to really wrap your mind around is Sometimes with a little bit of resistance, a little bit of challenge, a little bit of uh, uncomfortableness around planning something or bringing something to fruition is enough for people to throw in the towel and say, nah, it's not worth it. I'm too busy. I don't have the time. And so there's this like lazy energy that people have. But when you really want something bad enough, when you have this massive vision for your life, you can't let small little obstacles like that stop you and hold you back. So I still did it anyways. I'm like, you know what? It's a little bit of a bitch, whatever, but I'm going to make it work. So I moved all this stuff around. So here I am traveling back from Costa Rica and I head to this mastermind that I didn't know anybody there. And so I'm listening to everybody speak and there's all kinds of interesting people in the room. And there's this one guy who goes up to the front and he was a Facebook advertising expert specialist and his name was Jim. And he was by far the most interesting, fascinating, and most successful person from my perspective in the room. And he spoke last. So I was kind of like, whatever, I'm learning a couple things. Nothing, it wasn't that amazing for a while. We're in this cool house on the lake and it was like a really beautiful setting, some cool people there. 
but I was very interested in this guy, Jim. And so when he finished his little presentation talking about the power of Facebook ads and marketing and whatnot, I wanted to talk to him. And one of my funny little games that I played on this trip was that I didn't arrange for my transportation from the mastermind to the airport. And we were very close to the Detroit airport. And then I was supposed to be flying home from the Toronto airport. And in my head, I'm like, there's got to be somebody who's going to this mastermind who's going to be traveling to the Toronto airport that I could hitch a ride with and just jump into their taxi, Uber, limo, whatever it was. And so it was a fun little game for me to go network with people and try to find myself a ride to the airport. Not that I couldn't afford it. It was just like, I might as well go with someone else. So on the car ride there, which was like a couple hour drive, I would be able to network with them, talk to them, get to know them because we're sitting in the same vehicle so we can pass time. And it just made a lot of sense to me rather than going by myself for two hours in a taxi. Anyways, so that was my goal. It was a little fun game I was playing. And every single person that I had spoken to at this mastermind, they all said, oh, yeah, we're flying out of Detroit. And I was like, damn it. Yeah, Detroit is like half the distance from here, right? It's like an hour drive to the Detroit airport and two hour drive to Toronto. So I was like, oh, man, maybe my plan isn't going to work. And as I'm trying to talk to this guy, Jim, he has a swarm of people around him and it's hard for me to walk up to him. And he was the last person that I hadn't really connected with and talked to while I was there. There's only like 20 people there anyways. So finally, I'm like talking to this guy, Jim, and I tell him, hey, by the way, where are you flying out of? You know, I'm looking to get a ride to the Toronto airport. And he's like, huh, that's interesting because I was going to fly out of Detroit. I rented this Jeep and I never book my flight until the day that I leave because my plans always change. And so I like to just show up to the airport and not have any commitments and just book whatever's available. And then he was like a nomad living out of a suitcase traveling all over the world and doing some really epic stuff. And he was like single guy, entrepreneur, was speaking at events all over the world and was literally living out of a carry-on. That's all of his stuff, and he he loved it. So anyways, as I told him my plans, he's like, you know what, I was gonna fly out of Detroit airport, but let me fly out of Toronto airport and take you. I, I don't mind, I'm happy to give you a ride. And so in my head, I'm going, what are the odds, once again, that I'm in this situation because I got free tickets, because I named my Facebook page Lifestyle Entrepreneur as an ambitious title that I was really working to create more and more of. Then I had to move all this stuff around, get to this mastermind. Everybody's flying out of Detroit, so that wasn't going to work. And then this guy that I just met, who's the most interesting guy in the room that I wanted to get to know and learn from, was willing to change his plans to drive double the distance and give me a ride and had still not even booked his flight yet. Isn't that like incredible? So in my head, I'm going, this is so cool. So I rolled with it. We went in the car ride. So as we're going in the car in his Jeep, we're having a conversation. He's telling me all these really wild, incredible stories about his lifestyle and where he travels. And, you know, he's super wealthy, all these things. And we were talking about him. I was being interested in him. I wasn't trying to talk about me. I was asking great questions. I was listening. I was engaged. I was showing interest. I was like, wow, I was giving him a lot of positive reinforcement. Like, that's incredible, man. I've never heard a really cool story like that before. Your life sounds fascinating to me. And I meant it. It was genuine. But often when we have conversations with people, our responses are very dull. They're super boring. Nobody cares. 
But when you actually show this excitement, this enthusiasm, this energy of that's, that's really cool. Wow. That sounds like you had a lot of fun. What you're doing is you're putting yourself in their shoes. If they're telling you a story that was amazing for them, right? Then it, it's not about you. So you don't have to be like, Oh, that sounds decent. That sounds all right. And this like really buzzkill kind of responses that so many people have been used to saying, and they basically just go like, Oh, that sounds pretty cool. And it's like, they're almost saying it in a way where like, I don't really give a shit. I just want to talk about me. Are you done yet? Can I talk about me now? That's sort of the vibe that happens so much, but I did the exact opposite. I was enthusiastic. I was excited. I was like, tell me more, man. What else happened? Give me more details. I'm so curious about your life. I'm so curious about what you do. And obviously he was loving that, right? So then everybody's favorite topic is themselves. So if you can actually not make it about you and make it about them, you're going to be an incredible networker and you're going to meet some really fascinating people that tell you super cool stories. So as he's telling me all this stuff, he asked me what I do. And I give him the quick like few minutes rundown around my business, my products, how that all works. And uh, he was really interested in it. He's like, I never heard about this before. This sounds really cool. And he's like, if I wasn't living out of a carry-on, if I wasn't living out of a suitcase, I would get one of these devices from you. I, it sounds incredible. I want one, but it just doesn't make sense because it's going to take up all the room that I currently have, all my travels, and maybe I'll get one another time. So after all this conversation, we spent a couple hours together. We get to the airport and we connect on Facebook. We add each other as a friend and we were done. So as you can tell, so far, this isn't like that crazy, even though there was some really powerful synchronicities. But here's why I'm telling you this as one of the most significant moments of my entire life, saying yes to going to this event, rearranging my travel plans to be in the room, then having this fun little game that I just chose to play around. Can I maybe hitch a ride with somebody to the airport, which I thought was fun. And then like worst case scenario, if it didn't work out, I would have just called a taxi and went by myself. So it wasn't like the end of the world or anything, but I'm like, this is going to be a fun game. Turns out the very last person I talked to, which was the guy that I was also the most interested in speaking with, rearranged his plans and said, yes, he didn't have to. He could have told me too bad, dude, I'm, I'm flying out of Detroit. I uh, wish you the best. I didn't know him, right? This is the part that's so amazing. I didn't know him at all, but he's, but he just rolled with it. He was like, yeah, this sounds fun. Let's have a conversation. So then we spent some time together. We spent 90% of the time talking about his life, his business. I'm interested. I'm enthusiastic, all this stuff. And we spent 10% talking about my, my business, what I do real quick. And that was the end of it. We connected on social media. We became online friends and about, so that was around summer-ish. I think it was August, if I remember correctly, July or August. And then around November, so four or five months later, this guy had went to a speaking event in Australia. And so he's doing the world tour, living out of his suitcase. We connected, whatever. And then he meets someone by the name of Clint. And Clint was one of the people I've interviewed already on my podcast that you must have you know, probably heard that episode. If not, go check it out. It's really amazing. But Clint Morgan was at this event. And part of the experience of this event was people sharing like their goals, what kind of business they want to start. And Jim was one of the speakers. So as Clint's sharing, he's talking about wanting to start this water business, this water company, very traditional type of business, like a warehouse and bottling the water. And he was really fascinated and interested around water and the importance of that in our health. 
and all this stuff. And so Jim's like going around the room talking to these people and he hears what Clint wants to do. And he remembers what I had told him in the car ride to the airport. Okay. So all of a sudden he remembers me, which is another really powerful point is that you're either memorable or forgettable when you meet people and how you become memorable is how you make people feel. And because I was so interested in Jim and his life and his business, I made him feel special. I made him feel important. I made him feel like his life mattered in my eyes and I was curious and wanted to learn more. You know what I'm saying? So because of that impression that I left on Jim, Jim remembered me and he remembered what I did and what I shared with him. He remembered enough that four or five months after we met, he went out of his way to tell Clint that he should connect with me because it sounds like his goals around having this water business is amazing, but he feels like what I shared with him was an even better opportunity. Okay, so this is how crazy this is. Then he connects us and introduces us in a three-way instant messaging chat on Facebook Messenger. And when that introduction took place, I had no idea, but I had just taken my wife to Hawaii for a month. And we left on December 15th and we came back on January 15th. And Clint wanted to connect during this month. So now here I am with one of my goals as a lifestyle entrepreneur, which was my ambitious vision for my life, that I wanted to be able to spend time, you know, longer than two weeks in different parts of the world to really feel like a local and enjoy that lifestyle, especially around Christmas time, holidays in where I'm usually living most of the time in Vancouver. It's like rainy, dark, cold, all the things. I'm like, man, Hawaii's got like the perfect temperature, the beach, the water, all this stuff. So we wanted to have like a warm tropical Christmas. So anyways, while we're there, I get on a call with Clint and his his perspective, like as we joked around on the interview that I did with him, it looked like he was living in his mom's basement, but it was really like a spare room. He had no lights on. I could barely see his face. It was really dark. You know, he was slouching. He was like, not very energetic. He seemed like kind of depressed and in a bad place in his life. But his perspective, looking at my screen, I was in tropical paradise in Hawaii. My wife is walking around behind me in the kitchen and stuff in her bikini, like super happy, this and that. And he's just like, that's the dream life that I want. Tell me more about your business. So as we got into some of the details, he realized that this was like a lower cost to start. The commissions and the opportunity was even bigger than that other type of business. It would give him location freedom, all these details, right? And he got started. He was the very first person that I knew in Australia. <laughs> I literally did not know a single person in Australia. It's literally on the other side of the planet from where I usually live. And I had no connections in Australia. He was the first guy. He ended up starting in my business and now he's the number one person in the entire continent of Australia in my business, all because of the power of one, the power of one yes, one event, rearranging my travels, meeting this guy, having the courage to ask him to give me a ride to the airport and not caring if it was a yes or no, happened to be a yes, being interested in him, right? And then when he asked me, like out of reciprocity to tell me a little bit about myself and what I do, my business, I quickly shared to the point, made it memorable, made it impactful. He introduced me to this guy. I happened to be in the right place at the right time in my life on this trip 
where my lifestyle was a representation of what Clint wanted to create for his life. Boom, we made it happen. We clicked, we connected, he got started. And now he's literally done. I don't even know, like a hundred million dollars in sales in Australia. Thousands of people's lives have been changed. He's one of my closest friends. And it's just like, wow. You know what I mean? And the thing that gets me so excited and so fascinated about what I do in my business specifically is that we have this golden goose that we have something we can share with other people to change their lives so we could be the individual person who other people remember us as is like, I met Balage that one time at a restaurant or at the airport or at that event. We had a conversation. I asked him a couple of questions. He shared with me what he does. He shared with me his business. He shared with me his lifestyle, his ability to change people's lives. And because I met him that day in that place, and I said, yes, my entire life changed. So we have that ability, you and I, to have something of value to provide a golden goose that can lay these golden eggs for other people and give it away in abundance. There's no limitation. I don't only have one golden goose to give to one person. If I give one away, I immediately have another one to give to someone else. And I think that when you go through life, having this gift that has the power to transform someone else's life, there's nothing cooler than that. And simultaneously, this is the other piece of the puzzle, is you have to get clarity on who you are, what you want, what you want to create. And the more clarity you have, the more details you're able to include in your vision and map it out and take time and go, okay, this is what I want my life to be like, okay? These are the details. This is where I live. This is who I'm with. This is what I do with my time, with my day. This is how much time I spend with my my wife or my my spouse or my children. This is how much time I spend at the gym on my fitness, whatever is important to you. And you get a lot of clarity, right? This is where I'm at financially. This is where I want to be financially. This is what skills I have today. This is what skills I want to develop. This is what type of friends and colleagues that I want to have in my network. This is the type of valuable person that I want to become. These are the character traits that I want to develop. A lot of clarity, right? Instead of being a wandering generality in life, become a meaningful specific with a laser targeted outcome that you're looking to build. Now, here's why this is important. Because we have what's called the reticular activating system in our minds. When we focus on something, we will start to see it everywhere around us because our brain will filter, our mind will filter this. So we're looking for confirmation on something we're paying attention to. Now, why this matters when you're out and about networking and meeting new people is that when the opportunity comes up where someone says, what's the biggest goal that you have right now? What are you looking to create in your life right now? What's the biggest obstacle or challenge you're looking to solve in your life right now? These are types of questions that people ask pretty regularly at these networking events because they're looking to be of value. They want to help you. They want to sell you something that might be a solution to that problem that you're describing, which is fine. But a lot of people, what they do is they go, I don't know. I'm not sure you know, just the same old, and they have these really vague answers. And when you give somebody a vague answer and you say something like, I don't know, I'm not sure, whatever the case is, what you're really doing is making the person not care. Because if you don't know, who knows? Like, does your imaginary friend know? Does, you know, someone like, who knows? Only you can know, but people are afraid 
of knowing because it requires you to choose. It requires you to make a decision and making a decision is bold because you, you feel like when you make a decision, you're choosing one thing, but you're automatically not choosing something else, which we describe as what's called opportunity cost. Like if you say yes to something from a time commitment, that simultaneously also means you're saying no to spending that time on something different. And people are afraid of those types of commitments, so they would rather not make a decision and they stay in the middle, right? But that's not ever going to get you the life you want. It's going to get you no life at all. It's going to get you leftovers. It's going to get you handouts. It's going to get you what is left when everyone else takes what they want because they're clear. So when you are clear on what you want to create for your life, goals, dreams, personally, professionally, financially, doesn't matter. The next piece of the puzzle is that you have to get outside of your regular circle of friends, family, colleagues, and think to yourself, like, when was the last time I met someone new? When was the last time that I went and put myself into an environment where I could meet some new people. And there's so many different ways you can do this. You could go to, for example, a restaurant or a bar or a cafe. Uh, you could go to like a high-end hotel lobby and do some work on your computer or read a book and just put yourself in that environment where you're by yourself, you have a few hours uninterrupted, you're not in a rush, you don't need to be anywhere, and then just observe the room. Look around the room and see who's there right? And you'll be able to have some first impressions around certain individuals that maybe they're dressed a certain way. Maybe they're talking on the phone. Maybe you overhear them talking business. Maybe you overhear them talking something that you're interested in. And then when the opportunity comes up and someone makes eye contact with you, gives you a little smile, gives you a head nod, acknowledges you, sees you, hears you, whatever the case is, then engage that person. Say, hey, how are you, man? My name is Balage. I'm from around here. Are you from around here? Some kind of small talk, break the ice. And what you'll notice is if the person replies to you, you could meet someone that could be like a gym in your life. They could completely change the entire trajectory of your life simply because you said hello, simply because you made an introduction. You found out who they are. You learned a little bit about themselves. And then you asked really powerful questions like, you know, what brings you here today? Oh, I'm here on a business meeting. Oh, that's amazing. And that's the key. This is one of the most important pieces that people often drop the ball on is as someone gives you a response, how do you acknowledge their response? Do you say something boring and dull or do you have this gift that you can develop as a skill where someone tells you an answer and you confirm it by saying, that's so cool. That's amazing. You know, within context where it's not like corny, but it works, right? The person's like, oh, I'm here meeting so-and-so on this business deal. We're building this, whatever, whatever. They give you all the details. Like, wow, that sounds really amazing. Can you tell me more about that? How does that work? And the reason why this is so important and powerful is because people are like an onion, okay, with many, many different layers. And the small talk that we usually have with somebody, they're expecting us to just move over it quickly. So if you ask someone, how are you? And they say, good, that's usually as far as it goes, Right. But if someone said, if you say, how are you? And they say, good. And you're like, good, how come? What's up? And they're kind of going, oh shit. He's actually trying to find out why I said good, not amazing or excellent or not terrible. You know, you're almost trying to find context. Why good? Aren't you happy to be alive? Aren't you grateful that life is beautiful? Why good? Why not amazing? Why not incredible? 
right? So this is like the curiosity piece of like, why did they just say good? Was it a reflex or was there something more under the surface in the next layer? So anyways, the point is, is that when you can be interested in someone and you peel back the layers on one singular question and go, you said good, tell me more. I'm interested. How come? How's your day going? What happened? The person will be so shocked. They're literally going to be like, you actually care? You actually want to hear? Okay. And it takes them aback for a moment. And then they're like, well, you know, this morning, no, 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 this and this and this happened. And then it's your opportunity for sympathy or compassion or empathy or, you know, relating with them and go, oh, wow, that makes sense, man. Now, now I understand why you're having a good day, not an excellent day. Or now I understand why you're having a hard day or a bad day. And then instantly you separate yourself from everyone else who usually doesn't care, you know? So anyways, the point that I'm making is once you're clear on your vision, your goals, your outcomes, what you're trying to create, the next piece is how often are you meeting new people where you have this interest in them, you're willing to engage them, talk to them, introduce yourself to them, and just see where the conversation goes. It might be a new friend, it might be a new business partner, it might be a new contact that you needed for a service or a product to help you achieve your goals in your business. It could be relationship stuff, it could be health and fitness stuff, it could be all kinds of different things, or it's none of those things, and it's just simply a good conversation with someone for five, 10 minutes, and you never see them again, you never talk to them again, and it leads to nothing. That is huge, okay? The next piece is how often are you attending uh, masterminds, events, coaching programs, putting yourself in, in rooms and opportunities where you don't know where it's gonna lead you to. For example, tonight I'm leaving on a three-day trip down to California to go spend it with some badass entrepreneurs and thought leaders and speakers in this intimate private mastermind of 10 people plus a couple facilitators. So there'll be like 12, 15 people there total max. We're gonna spend two full days together improving our ability to communicate, improving our ability to speak. And not only do I have an opportunity to actually practice my delivery and my effectiveness in communication and speaking on stage and so on, but I'm gonna hear nine other people sharing what they're passionate about and having an opportunity to learn about their story, their background, what gets them lit up and excited and passionate. And then after we're done the work, which is the practicing, the speaking, we're all going to hang out. We're going to have some food, maybe a couple drinks, you know, go down to the beach, talk, chill, all that kind of stuff. So literally I am very likely going to meet people that I have a lot of values and similarities with that I see the world and business and lifestyle and freedom in a similar way that we're going to connect. And because of the environment that we met in, which is this mastermind that everybody paid money to go to, we're going to stay in touch. I might make five new friends. I might make nine new friends. I might make two new friends. I might end up doing business with these people in three months, six months, 12 months, two years, five years, 10 years. I don't know. They might be the reason that I unlock some challenge or some obstacle in my life that I've been struggling with. And maybe they have the keys to help me with that. And it just happens to work out so perfectly because I'm going out of my comfort zone. And the thing about this too is like, I could have all the different excuses, right? I have a two and a half year old baby girl, my wife, this, we're going to Maui on a family holiday, literally two days after I get home, there's a lot going on. I can make all these excuses, but I'm like, how often am I putting myself in a room, in a situation where I get to network, meet new people and so on? And the answer to me is like, I got to do it as much as I can, you know, within reason. I got to go once a month, once a quarter, 
and do it on a regular basis because I know it's going to change my life. I know it's going to change their life. I have the golden goose that I could share with them and they have something that they can share with me. We can add value into each other's lives and make it a win-win. So first of all, just to summarize this whole episode as number one, if you're in a business like myself where you can help people with their pain, help people with their problems, improve their health, improve their relationships, improve their income and their freedom, then you have a golden goose that you can share with people. So don't be shy. Don't be afraid to recognize that when you go places, even if it's just filling up the gas tank on your car at the gas station, when you're standing there pumping gas into your car and there's another vehicle right next to you and behind you and they're out there too, why not say something? Why not say hello? And and another thing too, sometimes you'll find someone walk up to you sort of randomly, right? Like synchronicity. It's not random. This is another belief that I have is like, what are the odds? What are the chances that if you're pumping gas, you're maybe there for five minutes, okay? Maybe 10 minutes max. And there's an individual out of the 8 billion people on this planet who's going in there to buy something, right? And when they come out, they walk up to you and say, hey, do you know how I can find the community center? I'm trying to find it. I don't know where it is. Now, we live in a world where everybody's got a smartphone, right? They have Google. They have maps. They have all these things. They have a cashier inside the gas station. They could have asked the cashier. They could have asked the other dude that's standing right there pumping his gas, but they didn't do any of that. They asked you. Most people would not even think twice about this. They'd give them the answer. Oh yeah, the community center's up the street, something like that. Not me, not you, not anymore. You need to go, the synchronicity is too perfect here. I was supposed to meet this person for a reason. I don't know what the reason is yet, but I was supposed to meet them and I need to find out why. I need to engage them. I need to ask them their name. I need to ask them what they're doing. I need to ask them what they're up to. I need to connect with them on Instagram or social media or something. I can't let this opportunity be wasted because I'm unaware of what the potential possibilities are. And if you go through life like this with this magical spark in your eye, this childlike wonder, like maybe like every human being you see out and about in public, you're almost looking for the eye contact, like not in a creepy way, not in like a flirty way or trying to hit on people way, not at all, but you're just hypersensitive and aware of like, There's all these people that walk through life and they're almost like zombies, right? Head down, checked out. They don't engage. They don't smile. They don't interact. They're almost like, don't look at me. I don't, I want to act like I don't exist, right? Don't see me. But then there's other people that kind of have the similar sort of energy where they're looking around the room and they see you and they nod, they give you a hello, they acknowledge you or something like that. These are clues for you to engage with them and see where it goes potentially, okay? And that's the next piece. And if you don't have a business such as mine, where it's this golden goose that you can share it with people and and change their lives and make this massive impact like I did for Clint after I met Jim in this really, really cool way, then the next piece is that you need to get clarity on what you want. You need to have a plan. And here's another example. Let's say you're single right now and you're like, man, it would be so nice to meet this amazing person, you know, this amazing woman, this amazing man, whatever. And you're like, so... How clear are you on who you want? How clear are you on their looks, their personality, their character, their job, their career, their lifestyle, their values, all the things, right? How clear are you on this? Do you just want a person? Are you lonely? So you want an individual? Because they're everywhere. 
literally walk outside right now, you'll meet someone and ask them out on a date. But that's not probably going to be what you're looking for. It's not going to make you happy. But you're going to keep going through all these people, all these people like, oh, nobody's a good fit. Nobody's a good fit. Well, what is a good fit? Who is the person you're looking for? Well, you've never defined it, so you don't know. So when you define it first and you get clarity first, your reticular activator system will start looking for it. So even just by knowing roughly age, looks, hair color, eye color, languages that they might speak, jobs or careers they may have, or these sorts of details, when you're out and about, right, you're at a restaurant, you're at a coffee shop, you're pumping gas in your car, you're at a grocery store, you're at church or wherever you go, all of a sudden your mind is scanning the room. And then you see someone, you're like, oh, that matches the description. That person looks like it could be the person I'm looking for. So what are you going to do, right? Instead of everybody being a possible fit, there's only one or two people every now and again. And if you go up to this person, introduce yourself and say, hello, listen, I know this might sound a little strange, but I have this vision of this person that I'm looking to meet. And your first impression is that you match this person. Are you single? Are you available? Would you like to go for coffee and talk? Because you might be the person that I've been searching for my whole life. And if you have it like on your phone and your notes, you can you know show them the description. And I know it sounds a little bit strange, but think about how flattering this would be for the person, especially if they're single, they're available, and they might even be looking for a partner as well. The worst case scenario is that they say no, right? For every question you don't ask, the answer is always no. So if you ask, the worst thing that could happen is they, they are lighthearted with you or they say they're married or they say they're not interested and you're like, cool, that's all good. Then it, you're not the one, but at least you were a good lead, a good prospect, a good potential person, right? This is an example. And same thing with your goals around lifestyle, quitting your job, opportunities. Maybe you want to move to a different country. Maybe you want to start a business or something like this. And when someone asks you, what do you want? And, you, and, and your eyes light up and you go, I know exactly what I want. Let me tell you, it's so sexy. It's so attractive because we live in a society where 99% of the time a person goes, I don't know, you know, I don't know. I just want to be happy or some bullshit that doesn't actually give any clarity to anybody. But when you're clear and specific and concise, the person can go like, oh, okay, that's so cool. Actually, and their mind is going to a specific place in the filing cabinet of our memory of like, who do I know that can help you? You know, who can I introduce them to? Maybe it's a friend, maybe it's a, a family member, maybe it's whoever. And they're going to want to help you and serve you and be like, you should talk to Johnny. I know Johnny. Johnny does exactly what you just said. And you guys should meet. You guys should talk. You guys should connect, see what happens. And you're like, great. And then you keep saying yes, 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 yes. Because every time you say yes on your pursuit of greatness, on your pursuit of freedom, it's going to lead you closer to like finding the clues that you need, the relationships, the contacts, the opportunities. It's going to continue driving you forward. But let me tell you the complete truth here. If you don't know what you want, you're never going to create it, right? If you stay on your ass at home, only on your phone, only talking to the same family members, the same friends, the same coworkers, the same colleagues, and never put yourself in a room or an environment to meet new people, you're never going to be able to experience the power of one in your life. The power of one conversation, one introduction, one connection, one phone call, one webinar, one training, one something. So what are you going to do? Are you going to finally take the time this weekend, soon, no distractions, no kids, no TV, no phone, no nothing. 
take out a pen and paper and go, if I could create anything, if I could design my life exactly as I wanted with every single detail, what would that look like? And there's no boundaries, nothing's off limits. Write it down. And then have this childlike wonder of maybe the person who I need to meet and connect with is around me right now. Maybe they're right here in this building. Maybe they're right here in this office. Maybe they're in this restaurant. Maybe they're at this coffee shop. Maybe they're at this gas station. Maybe they're on this airplane sitting right next to me in this seat right now. And if I'm going to go on a flight for two, three, four, five, ten 10 hours and sit beside two individuals and not even say hello, not even introduce myself, not even be like, hey, how are you? What brings you on this flight from city to this city? What are you, what are you up to? What are you here for? Say something, meet people. We're all connected. We're all one. Next thing you know, this person's like, Yeah, I'm actually going to go meet my granddaughter, or whatever. She's this. And you're like, What does your granddaughter look like? Oh, she looks like this. Oh my gosh, you won't believe this. I have this woman that I'm looking to meet on my phone, and she looks just like that. What you just described your granddaughter as. Could you introduce me? How old is she? Is she single? Is she looking for someone? I'd love to meet her right? You see how this works? And so you end up being this master connector of helping other people accomplish their vision, their goals, their dreams, because you know how to do that with your golden goose or vice versa. Other people help you make things happen. And if you incorporate this and you get that type of clarity and you start putting yourself into these environments intentionally on purpose on a regular basis, I promise you your life is going to absolutely change And you only need one, two, three of these, even just one person or opportunity or connection to make your life completely go into a brand new direction that you want to create. So if you found value in this, hit me up on our Instagram at the Diamond Life Mentor. Share a story with me about the power of one manifesting and working in your life, either from the past or possibly after you listen to this episode, now that you have this awareness and you're looking for these synchronicities and connections and opportunities in your life. I can't wait to hear your stories. I hope you enjoy this episode. Please make sure you share it with your friends. I'm sure it's going to light them up, inspire them, make them happy and see things from a new perspective. And please don't forget to go on to Apple and Spotify and rate the show. You know, hopefully you give us five stars, leave a little comment. And uh, we really appreciate you listening and tuning in. And it's so much fun creating these episodes for you. I hope you got a ton of value today. We'll see you in the next one. Take care. Bye-bye. I hope you found something useful here to help you unlock more freedom in your life. We're just getting started. So if there's something you want to hear or a guest you want me to have on the podcast, shoot me a message at the Diamond Life Mentor on Instagram and let me know. You can discover incredibly helpful resources and more ways to build your diamond life now at my website, bellagewcardos.com. At the end of the day, this is all about bettering yourself and helping others. So if you think you can help someone else by sharing this podcast, that would be the ultimate win for me. And of course, subscribe so you don't miss the next one. Appreciate you. Thanks for listening.